Hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Good afternoon. I can see someone um, sending a message there on uh, the comment section. If you can hear me, please type, I can hear you. I want to be sure that I am not talking to myself. Please, if you can hear me, please type, I can hear you. Yes. It's a beautiful day. It's a blessed day. I'm streaming live all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Today I have a guest all the way uh, from the United Kingdom. He's a friend, a childhood friend of mine. He's a great man. He's uh, impacting lives, teaching people how to be independent, teaching people how to earn a decent living. Uh, while we wait for him to join the call, just give me one quick second. Let me check on him to know how he's doing. Um, give me one quick second. Let me check on him. So while I'm doing this, guys, please like and share this broadcast. Uh, like and share this broadcast. Because today... It's, the message we have for you will be very, very impactful. Like and share this broadcast to everybody on your contact list. Tell them to come in, to join, listen to this great man who I have on the program today. I'll do the introduction when I get a response from him now. Uh, let's see. So if you can hear me out there, please type, I can hear you. I just want to be sure I'm not speaking to myself. Okay. Right. He just joined. Hello, hello, my brother. How are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I cannot hear you, but it's all right. Hello, hello. Yes. Awesome. I can't hear you. Oh, really? For some reason. Um, hello, can you hear me, right? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? So, okay, okay. Mike. Can you hear me now? Hello? I can hear you loud and clear. All right, finally, we got here in the end. Wow. <laughs> awesome. Can you hear me now, Dan? I can hear you now. Technology is always full of surprises, my friend. Yeah, that's 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 Murphy. Murphy. You know, <laughs> Murphy's, Murphy's law says what will go wrong will go wrong. But right now we have resolved it and it's working well. Your Absolutely. background is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's my brother. Okay, so um, Daniel... I would uh, want to do the introduction. Okay. All right. Before I bring you on. All right. Mm -hmm. Give me one mm -hmm. second. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Morale Booster with Dr. John Ugulu. 
The Morale Booster is a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. We're big on coaching and mentoring. And I always believe that experience is the best teacher. This program is currently being sponsored by Main Seat Consulting Group, LLC. And for bookings, adverts, or sponsorship inquiries, please visit our website, mainseatconsulting.com, or you could send me an email. Now, I know people can hear me out there. So before I introduce our very powerful and influential guest, a friend of mine also, I want you to please like and share this broadcast. Like and share this broadcast because there is somebody out there on your contact list who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message we have to deliver. There's somebody there who needs to hear this. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I want to introduce our guest for today. He's all the way from the United Kingdom. His name is Daniel Moses. I would uh, read his bio, very interesting bio. And uh, Daniel is a serial business entrepreneur with a passion in real estate and property investing. His passion and deep desire to do something on his own got him started in learning the tricks of the trade. And soon enough, he started his own company in property investment. He constantly took steps to gain knowledge and educate himself from industry experts and leaders. The learnings have been many resulting in great transformation in his life. Now, this, this gentleman, this great man, has several milestones that I would like to bring to your attention. One, he's an immigrant in the United Kingdom. He transitioned from being a taxi driver to a property investor. He has multiple businesses. He's the founder of uh, Property Wealth Education. He's the founder of Property Wealth Estate. He's the founder of Property Wealth Capital with over 380,000 pounds turnover. Uh, he's a portfolio millionaire with a value of over 1.4 million pounds. He's the host of UK's first dedicated rent-to-rent -rent networking event. He's the head coach and property mentor. And he's been doing this for over 12 months, right? 18. 18 months, right? Yep, absolutely. I've been I've been a coach and a mentor over the past 18 months. Awesome. Great, great. I love that. So he's a successful best-selling author on Amazon. And he has a book titled Rent to Rent Made Easy. So now we will we will we will go into his book you know, during the course of our conversation. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to join me as I welcome to this stage today. No other person, but my friend, my brother, my business partner, <laughs> long time friend, Daniel <laughs> Moses from the United Kingdom. Daniel, thank you so much for joining me on this program. Wow, 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 wow. What an awesome um, introduction, right? Uh, I can see you've done your 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 research to kind of get to know me a little bit more than yeah. you knew me when we grew up. 
way yes. back yes. from the city of Benin City, Edo State, Nigeria. Oh, yes. You know, I'm just so super humbled, you know, to see what you're doing over in the United States of America and to also see, you know, that you successfully became an Amazon bestseller just about a week ago. Oh, yes. And, that's uh, massive congratulations to that. I'm just super excited to be here tonight. Thank you so much. For the invitation. You're welcome, my brother. Man, I, I am super excited. You know, when, when you see your own, you know, people who are from the same place of birth as you are doing yeah. well, you yeah. know, it gets it gets you kind of excited. Absolutely. So, and, and and because our platform, we so much believe in mentorship and coaching which is exactly yep. what you do you know this would be a great conversation and i show those of you who are listening and watching this program that you will definitely learn yep. something or two from this man he's a great man so yep. daniel once again thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on my program thank you so much thank you so much you're, you're so welcome much. appreciate it all right all right yeah so now you are a property investor, right? Yeah. And when we right. talk about property investment, we know we have different areas of investing in property. Yeah. Can you please tell us exactly the area of property investment that you currently um, are an expert in. Uh, great question. I mean, great, very, very great question. I mean, this is the thing about property. First of all, when we talk about property investment, we talk about commercial and we talk about residential and then we talk about developments and we talk about contracting and the list goes on and on and on. The, the, the basic of property investment, first of all, is to create and generate wealth uh, for today. All right. And for you to be able to build a legacy. Now, I stumbled into being a property investor, uh, you know, in the past four to five years my property journey literally started as about 2016 2017 where i wanted to get into the real estate investment residential uh, market which was providing accommodation for people to to live whether as a family or providing accommodation for people to live on a single basis now here in the united kingdom and in the U in the US it's called multiple in the US it's called multiple housing right it's called okay. multiple housing uh, multiple family units called right in the UK we call it houses of multiple occupation now in the US you know you it's very it's it's not a very popular market when you rent room by room to people but in the UK it's very very popular to rent rooms on a you know to 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 rent property on a room by room basis now as an immigrant, when I first came into this country, you know, I had to rent a room in someone's house. Okay. Right? I rented a room in someone's house where I lived in the property where you had different ethnic group in that in that property. So, for example, a house where it was six individuals who lived in that property. So, example, we had a Jamaican guy living next door. I had a Chinese, I had a Chinese guy living next door. I had a, a guy from India living next door. Then me, myself, you know, a Nigerian Living right. in school. So you have all these different people coming to collaborate or cohabitate, you know, in one 
property. So this is popularly known as the house of multiple occupation in the United Kingdom. So I am a property investor who focuses on this very, very niche strategy where I provide housing, residential housing to multiple multiple uh, people or multiple family living together and cohabitating, sharing amenities such as living room, toilets, bathroom, kitchens, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, to, to, to just kind of get by. All right. This is the market that I'm focused in. And that is how I got started. Although now I've branched into multiple things in property, but this is exactly how I got started, providing residential accommodations for multiple family which is known here in the UK as a house of multiple occupation. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Great to hear that, my brother. Now, what you're doing is really interesting. But I have one question. That, that will take me to the next question I have for you now. How did you think about this? Because I know you, you know, th th this was not something you, you thought about, let's say, like 10 years ago or, nine years ago. I think the last time you and I saw before you went into property was in Lagos. Absolutely. When, 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 you, when you told me you were going to the United Kingdom and uh, you, you just wanted to go there, set up something and stay. Yes. So how, how did this come into your uh, mind? How, come, how did you go about selecting this niche? I mean, this is, it's quite a very interesting question. You see, I think first of all, in life, we are called into different purposes. We are called into different, you know, niches and you know, uh, um, way to, to to start a life. For me, I had to go through a major setback in order to discover my purpose that I am, you know, that I've been in in the last four to five years. I went through a major crisis from the last time you met me uh, personally, way back in Africa, Lagos, to be precise. Right. At that time, I was into the oil and gas industry, which was doing really well. I, you know, I, I, I really grew from, you know, having nothing in that business into growing something that was great. You know, you know, transporting oil and gas product from the end user, sorry, from the depots to the end users where it's then sold at the petrol station. That was my business. I was in the downstream of the oil and gas industry in Nigeria, which is really good. It was about enough to look after the family. It was about enough to look after myself. At least I wouldn't say I was doing badly. I was doing really well. And I went into a, you know, I had an accident that cost me a loss of over 150,000 pounds. Two of my major trucks transporting product from the depots to point B uh, had a, a major accident and burst into flame in the same day. Whoa. And uh, I went into anxiety and depression and uh, I had to relocate back to the UK. And before I actually did that, I felt that I, I had... I, I, I just felt like it's done, you know? I'm just gonna go back to the United Kingdom and just do whatever it takes. I said, I'm just fed up. I'm sick and tired now because right. I tried to make something work in Nigeria and it didn't work for me. So I came back into the UK and I wanted to do something, but it wasn't all that easy. Now it felt like in 2015, when I relocated back to the UK, it felt like the very first time that I came to the UK in yeah. 2004, where I had no brother, no aunties, no uncle, in fact, nobody, I did not know any one person, all right, that I could call family. So the people that I call friends, the people I call family now are people that I met over time that became my friends. In fact, they became families to me. So for me, that was how I was able to switch. But when I returned back after making that major loss or having that major loss and, 
you know, incident that took place in Nigeria, you know, I came back being depressed and I didn't know what to do. So when I returned back, imagine having a business that was doing quite really well. At least I was able to go on holidays, right? Right. And I came back being, because I never had a job, I had to go to get a, a delivery driver job. All right, how to go and work with Amazon, how to, to go and you know deliver parcels. For me, it wasn't very easy because I was already at a place where I thought I was comfortable. I thought I was good. I thought things was good for me. So losing everything and having to go back to starting all over again, being a delivery driver, from being a delivery driver to be then becoming an Uber taxi driver, where I had to pick people for, you know, as little as three, four, five dollars. Or right. sorry, you know, the, the shortest trip on an Uber ride is about five pounds. So I had to do that. And I was driving about a minimum of about 100 to 120 hours a week. All right. So right. this is how my journey got started. At some point, I just got sick and tired. I, I felt like I just felt like life was being unfair to me. All right. At that point in time, I felt like after doing driving, you know, after being a delivery driver for about a couple of months and then being an Uber driver for just around about 15 months, I just felt like maybe the universe was unpleased with me. I felt like God was angry with me, but I did not know that God was teaching me a lesson. Right. I did not know there was a purpose that has been unraveling. But one thing that I learned during this journey was I became closer to faith. I became closer to belief. I became closer to trust and I became close to understanding that life was a journey and then everyone is on a purpose, you know, and in order for you to get to where you are and what God has created you to become, there needs to be a journey and the journey needs to lead to a transition. Right. And that was what brought me into property. The transition of me going through that journey, belief, all right, was what brought me into property. And my journey in becoming a property investor, imagine I first immigrated to the UK in 2004. I never knew all these things existed. In right. fact, I never knew you had to get mentorship to, to, to start your journey as a property investor. I never knew you had to go to property seminars. I never knew you had to get coaches to coach you. I never knew that there was a group of people that do gather here and there once in a while. You know, as an immigrant, when you relocate from a country A to a country B, the first thing you're looking for is your people, your community. You're right. looking for who's the next Nigerian man? Who is the next Edo man that is next to you? You're looking for your people. All right. And sometimes what do happen is your people that you're looking for, all right, they're stuck in their own mentality and, you know, going for the really, really, really very serious hard work. What do I mean by the very serious hard work? Doing a cleaning job. Right. Okay doing the jobs that ideally you are not really pleased or happy doing. And that was me. That was my journey. Something had to change. Yeah. And I obviously kept thinking about this. Sometimes they say, you know, the power of your thoughts are very, 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 very hard, very, very tough. You have to make sure you're using the power of your imagination correctly. So I remember on this very day, I was uh, very tired and I, I had dropped someone up coming back from the airport. And I pulled up into a petrol station trying to have a nap. And in the process of trying to have a nap, I had an encounter, you know, and that encounter was very clear. It was very, very clear that this was time for me to rise up to face the purpose of my calling. I did not even understand there was a purpose in me getting started in property. But I remember having a very short revolution and asleep and waking up to scrolling through my mobile phone and discover, you know, and I opened my phone. I was just playing about with my phone and uh, I saw a, a you know a Facebook ad 
you know, in, you know, talking about property seminar, property network. And I remember paying 70 pounds, which was actually the last 70 pounds that I had in my bank account. Okay. I took a faith, I took a belief, got registered. And that is exactly how I stumbled all right, into the journey that's not just transitioned my life today, but has transitioned the lives of many other through people discovering the fact that I've learned so much in property and I'm not able to help a lot of other individuals. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Man, your story is a story that truly resonates with a lot of people. It resonates with me because I remember when I first moved to the United States, you know, I was hanging around, you know, I was looking for like-minded people, looking for yeah. Nigerians. At some point, I lost my first job and I also decided to drive for Uber. Now, I'm not saying those who are Uber drivers are not okay. It's okay to use it as a platform. I drove for Uber at some point. Then wow. I, was, I, was, I was training to become um, a network engineer. So Uber was flexible, right? Whenever I dropped passengers, I would have my books at the back of the car. When I'm waiting for the next buzz, I'll be reading, right? Until, yes. you know, I used that as a platform. Now, what do you think about those people who are like us, immigrants, who feel that there's no other thing they can do apart from manual jobs? I'm not saying manual jobs are bad, but I've seen people, immigrants, who have been doing manual jobs for 20 years. <laughs> Now, what's your advice to them? How can they get into property? You know, and, and your, your niche is rent to rent. Do you think that can work in the United States? The, 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 thing, is, the thing about the niche, right, it's I've grown bigger now. I've really grown bigger, not, not just rent to rent now. I do many things in property, but I started with rent to rent. Right. It's just like having a first child, right? If you have right. a first child, your first child will always come up at every single point. Sometimes you even lose your identity as a, you know, because people start to call you by their by your child's name, especially as a Nigerian. Yes. You see, so that's why obviously a lot of people still identify me with rent to rent. You know, now the million jobs that we've talked about here, or odd jobs as most people will call it here in the UK or you know across the globe, is that a lot of people immigrate from foreign countries into a new country right. they, 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 they 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 work as a cleaner for 20 for 20 years for 50 years some some do yeah. all right cleaning i'm not saying i'm not trying to say it's bad yeah. but you every single individual have to have a plan a yeah. lot of them don't like those jobs you have to ask yourself yeah you have to ask yourself a question all right there's something i often say if you're not growing you're dying Yes. If you're not growing, you are dying. Yes. Don't continue to do what doesn't make you happy just for the sake of money. Right. Chase opportunity, not money. Now, the problem is sometimes people chase money. Yes. And people chase short-term goals. All right? People chase money, they chase short-term goals. People don't chase value. You see, something changed for me as a property investor. What changed for me and what transitioned my life today is not because I became a property investor and I did property. 
But what changed for me is because I chased, I chased opportunity and I became a person of value. Right. What has created wealth for me is it's not money because I didn't have money to start. But is the value, all right, that I said I was going to go and chase, all right, so I can create more opportunities for myself. Then after I created the opportunities, then the money came. Yes. So when you are in a place where you're doing many jobs, what you need to ask yourself is, what is my purpose? All right. My purpose is not to come and work as an Uber driver driving about hundred because I did Uber as a, it was I did it I did it with everything. I'm a, I'm gonna be of an extremist. Whatever I do, I do to the extreme. So when as an Uber driver, I, did, I had a choice not to do it to hundred and in hundred and twenty hours a week, but it was just me. All right, but I drove those hundreds of hours because I depended on it. My livelihood depended on it. My family, my kids depend on it. So when you're in that position, you need to still keep asking yourself, is this how am I going to end? Is this how I'm going to end? Am I going to do this for 20 years being a taxi driver? Is this it? Or can I be more? Can I do more? What purpose is my calling? What is it that universe? has asked me to do and become in this existence, in this journey of transition, because we will transition one day. What would you be remembered for when we do make that transition onto somewhere? You know, what would you be remembered for? So for me, I remember that. And I said, I wanted to be more. I wanted to chase opportunity and I wanted to be valued. So the, the, the answer to the question finally would be, ask yourself that question, all right? How long am I going to continue to do this sort of job whereby I am not growing, I am not adding to myself, I am not becoming a person of value, I am not chasing opportunity, all right? And then make that transition once you discover what that purpose is. It mustn't have to be property. It can be anything. You can go back to school and read a degree to become a doctor. You can go back to school and read a degree to become a lawyer. But don't do one thing so long that you don't love it and you hate it, all right? And then you're living a life that is not purposeful. Right, right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, you talked about life being a journey. I completely agree with you. And you talked about people always going after the money instead of trying to add value. I, I, I really love that part. For those who are listening to this program via podcast or watching via YouTube, Daniel is trying to make us understand that money is a reward for value. So if what you are doing right now, you don't love it, there are ways for you to develop yourself. There are ways for you to step out of that comfort zone yep. and do something you love. So yeah. now let's talk, let's talk about your mentoring program. I see you've been mentoring so many people, so many people. You've been impacting lives. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission in creating 1,000 property millionaires oh, within, yeah. the, within the next, all right, within the next five years, five years, five years a mark. 1,000 okay. people become property millionaire through my teachings, through my work. And that's what that has been. That is one of the purpose I am. I, I started this, you know. So as as I went through as a property investor, you know, all of a sudden the the the, the journey became you know very clear that every other thing that I went through through the many times where I fell, 
through the many times where I told it was all done and I went through depressions and anxiety and you name it, any kind of issues, I went through them just like every one of us. Right. You know, we, the mission is to, to help people discover that actually you don't need money to start. What you need is to understand opportunities and value. Then you can tap into the money that you need to then acquire assets. Great. That's awesome. Opportunities and value. Now, my program is big on mentoring and coaching. So that person who's listening to you right now, who would like to get into, you know, something they love to do, for example, property. Can you please talk a little about the importance, how mentorship helped you? Because you, 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 you invested in knowledge yep. at some point you saw an adver advertisement and you decided to invest in it yep that investment meant that you went into a program that you knew experts would be involved experts will be there to guide you yep so can you please throw more light on uh, mentorship funny enough you say that right so my journey first started from 2004 when I first immigrated to this lovely United Kingdom. I really love it in this country. Well, yeah, I can, I can. I can. Okay, because I lost you. You disappeared from my screen. Oh, I get, I'm, I'm giving you the screen. Go ahead. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So basically, when my journey literally started, um, I've been in business for quite a while. I've done different types of businesses from selling clothes to breaking cars into spare parts, shipping it back over to Africa, you name it. I've done everything. But what what did nothing changed for me? When I went to start oil and gas in, you know, in Nigeria, you know, in the downstream sector, I just saw someone who did it and to told me about that. This is how you do it, they make money. But there was no mentorship, there was no coaching, there wasn't anything at all. I just started the business, which is normally what most African people do. They see someone selling cars, all of a sudden they want to buy cars, they ship the cars to Nigeria to sell, or they see someone selling clothes in the, in the US, they buy clothes too, they want to sell. But without actually asking that person, how have you done it? Have you been successful in it? Have you made money? How much has this thing that you're doing that changed your life? Does that make sense? Now, nothing changed for me at that time because I did not do those things. I did not invest in myself. But what changed for me? Once I discovered my purpose through the intervention of God Almighty, right? I invested heavily. I got I got to build a network of people who started property and achieved substantial success in their property investment you know, journey. I always call it journey because everything around me is a journey and life is a journey. So I invested heavily up till today. I mentor a lot of people. I have a mentor, okay? I go to other people's seminar. Right. I read books. I wrote books. I'm an author. I read other people's books as well. I have YouTube channels. I watch other people's YouTube channels. Consistently investing in myself. So if you want to be successful in anything, go and find someone, okay, who has already done what you're trying to do, all right? And ask them how. Copy success, okay? Success leaves clue. If you want to be successful, find four people who are successful. Be the fifth. If you want to be poor, find four people who are already poor. And trust me, poverty is guaranteed. So it's all about 
investing in yourself, investing in your network. Who is in your network? Who are you talking to? If you want to build a million pound business, don't go and ask your mom who's never built a million pound business. It's that when I wanted to become a portfolio millionaire, I wanted to be successful, right? I can't go and ask my mother. I love my mom so much. Due respect to my mom. My mom doesn't know what it takes to make a million. So I would not be talking about how to make a million to my mother because she's never made a million. She will only give me an advice from the point of love. True. So you want to find people who have made an impact. So you two can go and create your own impact. Right. That makes a whole lot of sense. You know, I always, I always emphasize on the importance of mentorship. Now, you are doing a wonderful job mentoring people. We've been seeing all the testimonies and we've been seeing all the beautiful things your mentees have been doing. They've been emulating all what you, you you put inside of them. In fact, they've been emulating you. That's a good one you're doing because we, we, we've been created to do four things in life. Yeah. To serve, to lead, to influence, and to impact people. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you're doing. And mm -hmm. I see that you're also impacting a lot of people from our country as well. Yeah. Keep it up. I know they could be stubborn at times, but keep it up. You know, <laughs> you know our people, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Now, let's go to your book. You wrote a book titled Rent to Rent Made Easy. Do you have a copy there? Okay, great. Just behind me right there. <laughs> great, 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 great. Right there, right there. There, there, there she is. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's great. So let me put it there. So for those of you who are listening, the title of the book is called Rent to Rent made easy made easy by daniel moses now a lot of people don't understand the importance of reading books i just put it in the comment section for those of you who are um, watching via facebook or youtube rent to rent made easy by daniel moses where can they find a book to purchase well, um, yeah, you can go on Amazon. Uh, it's, it's delivered globally. So Amazon, uh, just type in rent to rent made easy and it's going to pop up. Or um, you can actually, um, yeah, search for Daniel Moses. Okay. And then type in rent to rent made easy and that will come up automatically on Amazon. Right. That's great. I, I, I have my copy here. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, great, amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got my copy. You know, he's a great man. I'm waiting for yours to be delivered now. Yours is being delivered on Tuesday. Oh, really? Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you, my brother. Thanks for supporting the ministry. Absolutely. You know, Tim Sanders said your network is your net worth, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're building, we're building a network. We're building a strong and a powerful network. And one day we would be able to really meet and see what we can do together you know but in the meantime let's keep doing what we're doing you're not doing badly and i really appreciate you for all you do now let's, what's your advice for those people who have been impacted one way or the other by the pandemic you know some people have lost their jobs yeah right so yeah. Um, how can you encourage them 
that losing their jobs is just a part of life's journey. It's just mm -hmm. an opportunity for them to step out of their comfort zone and mm -hmm. see the bigger opportunities out there. Yep, yep. You know, yeah. this is what, one thing I always say, right? I love, there's a quote I love by one of my mentors who happens to be your mentors. You know, first of all, it's not the matter of what knocks you down or how you landed. But what you need to first of all try to do is to be sensible in your landing process. Right. So when life knocks you down, try to land on your back. Because if you can look up, all right, you can get, you up. Can get up. Right. Okay. Now, during the pandemic, most people focused on the pandemic more than actually focusing on how do I learn something new. Now, oh, through the pandemic was when we founded Property Wealth Education. Right. And we impacted over hundreds of lives, showing them that you didn't need a hundred thousand pounds to get started in the property industry. Right. All you needed to know is to it was to, to have the knowledge and the opportunity to identify value and identify opportunities. Right. And once you have the value and you have opportunities, then you can actually create some more money to come through. Now, right. most people focus on, oh, pandemic is here. The world has gone crazy. I've lost my job. You know, they created a mindset of, of, of problems rather than a mindset of solution. Right. You see, when, when you know, you've lost your job now, Fine, no problem. But don't focus on, oh, I lost my job and moan about it all day long. Focus on what value can I add to myself? Fine. What else can I do? What, you see, it's like it's like being in an airplane, right? When you are in an airplane and the, the, you have a, a hair oyster who comes to serve you water, meal, whatever the case might be, and they come to where you are to say, sir, do you need a drink? Correct. And then you say, no, I'm okay. I don't need a drink. The air hostess doesn't wait in front of you to, to ask you over and over again. Well, I think you need a drink. I think you need a drink. They go, nest, 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 and move on. Now, if life knocks you down during the pandemic and you lost your job, you should, number one, think about how can I add more value to myself? What skill can I learn? What book can I write? What podcast can I create? Because we all have greatness within all of us. Yes. During yes. the pandemic, I launched several businesses. I launched a podcast. Who has the podcast that has now done over over a thousand downloads? During the pandemic, I started writing book in twenty in twenty nineteen. The pandemic gave me the time to actually complete this book that became an Amazon best selling book. During the pandemic. I created a property wealth education company that has mentored and trained over 100 people with a very significant success rate. Wow. So I could have focused on, oh, wow, the world has gone into the pandemic. Um, I'm not going to be able to do this. Then Zoom. Imagine Zoom became a very the shares for Zoom. It it it's not just quadrupled. You know, it went over a hundred percent. Right. So right now, it's time where you have to change. You have to change your mindset. You have to acquire a skill. You see, three things. Two things that you know. Two things that I always say to people. 
you have to learn to understand, you know, what is your work and what is a job. Right. Anyone can take a job away from you, but no one can take a work away from you. Your work is your skill. Your work is your purpose. Your work is your passion. No one can take that away from you. But anyone can take a job away from you. True. You can lose a job, but you can't lose your work. I believe. I believe. That's true. That's true. I love that. Those are great points. He's trying to make you understand that your job is what you're paid to do. And your work is what you're created to do. So what he's saying is if you have lost your job during this pandemic, there's no point dwelling over spilled milk. But instead, you should be looking for a solution on how to wipe it off. He said you should learn a new skill. He said you should develop yourself and focus more on how to be a person of value. That's the difference between successful people and those who are not successful. Am I right? Because it's successful people, it's clear. Yes. This is successful people always see challenges as an opportunity. Yep. 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 Yeah. So if you're listening to us right now, we want you to change your mindset. That's why we bring people like Daniel, quality people to come and share their experience, to come and tell their stories. Because a lot of us downplay the importance of mentorship. This is a man who understands property business. If you are that person who wants to get into the property sector, this is an opportunity for you to network with him. This is an opportunity. Don't say, oh, I know him, you know, uh, no, I'm looking for somebody who, 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 who would be serious with me. No, he's a businessman. Forget the fact that you probably grew up with him. He's good at what he does. He has several businesses that he has launched. The people, the, you know, most of our friends who I expect will be all around you now. I keep asking them. Sometimes, have you reached out to this man? They'll say no. Really? And you want to do business? You have such an asset. Like Daniel, you've not reached out. What's the problem? Yep. <laughs> you get? So what's the problem? Are you attaching some form of ego? No. Networking. You have a direct link into the property business. And this is the person sitting right in front of you. You can reach him on Facebook. He has a website. Uh, it's danielmosesdm.com, right? Yeah. Yes. I'll put his website here for you. For those of you who want to learn more about real estate investment, this is his website, danielmosesdm.com. D-A-N-I-E-L-M-O-S-E-S-D-M.com. He is based in the UK. But he's part of a large network. So no matter where you are, he would be able to provide you or point you at the right direction. Even if you are not based in the United Kingdom, you can reach out to him and he'll point you to the right direction. Am I correct, Daniel? Absolutely. Property is a global business. Yes. One of the most ordained business, you know, by God himself. Yes. In oh, all yeah. religious books. 
Yes. You know, property is a global business. Wherever you are, property can, you know, it's something that every single one should be doing, you know, because we have, everybody needs where to live. When I first came into the United Kingdom, I needed somewhere to live. I needed the room to sleep. All right. I'm sure when you got to the United States, you needed a house to stay with your family. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Exactly. So everyone, it's 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 same, it's same, it's same information, but applied differently. You know, in Africa, you need money to buy asset, raw cash, because the mortgages there are a bit funny. In America, right. you need a mortgage, you need a deposit. In the US, you need a deposit. In Europe, you need a deposit. You don't have to have the hundred percent to acquire a house. And that's the right. same thing as well as you can also control, which is one of the ways I got started, which is controlling other people's assets. Think about Uber for a minute. Uber right. owns no car, but yet they're the biggest taxi network across the entire globe. Think about Airbnbs. Airbnb is the biggest hoteling network in the globe, right? So the list goes on and on. That's true. That's true. You know, so you have someone like Daniel at your disposal. He enjoys training people. He loves to teach people what he knows. And look, you've got no excuse. You've got no excuse after hearing from him right now to reach out to him. Buy his book. Go online. Buy his book. Knowledge is power. Absolutely. Invest in yourself. Now, we, 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 we're, we're gradually, gradually getting out of the pandemic. Same time next year, we will be having a different conversation. But well, how prepared are you for the change that is expected? So it's your opportunity. The choice is yours. Absolutely. The choice is yours. Daniel is a great man. He's doing well. I'll encourage everybody. I'll vouch for him. I'll encourage everybody to go buy his book, um, share this message, share this broadcast, because there's so many people out there who need to hear it. So, Daniel, thank you so much for thank you so much, my brother, for having me. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. You you you've really impacted so many people right now. I see some comments there. Let me let me go through the comments. Okay, someone says. Good afternoon, fellas. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like and share the broadcast. Because if you're watching from the private group, you might not be able to share because the share icon will not be active there. So all you need to do, if you want people to watch it, click on invite and invite everybody on your contact. All right. Thank you. Someone says, go, go, go. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So you all can purchase Rent to Rent Made Easy by Daniel Moses from Amazon. Um, you'll get lots of information from the book. And Daniel will be ready and willing to take you to the next level, to you know, take you through that journey of property. He can make you do things in fact, he can help you avoid making those mistakes that he made yep. at the initial stage. That's the that's the essence of mentorship. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, my brother. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank and you so much. When next, when next we invite you, you would come on the program. 
Absolutely. I can't wait to be in the US. I can't wait to, to, to be in one of your live events. And uh, fingers crossed, can't wait to invite you as well. Yeah, to sure. To, 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 to the United Kingdom to meet the Queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It will be a pleasure. You know, we'll love the Queen. For that. Yeah, it will happen, you know, for as yeah. long as we have it in our minds. Absolutely. It will happen, Absolutely. Right? We've trained ourselves to that level of, you know, understanding that whatever we can think of is possible. Absolutely. As a man proposes, so he is. That's true. That's true. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the best on your journey to impacting a thousand plus lives in the real estate sector. And, and before you know it, you will achieve that goal and you will do way past that. Absolutely. I wish you all the best of luck, my brother. Thank you. Thank so you so much. thank you so much for having me. And again, I want to say massive, massive congratulations on the launch of your book. And I can't wait to, to hold it in my hand and, and you know and, and, and be filled by the knowledge and have an impact by your work. Thank, thank you so much for having me. And uh, stay blessed and my regards to your home and your family and your business. Same thing, my regards to your family. Look forward to seeing you some other time, my brother. Take good care of yourself. Yeah, take care. Cheers. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.